Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a hundred casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The topics and opinions expressed on the following show are solely those of the hosts and their guests and not those of W4WN Radio, its employees or affiliates. We make no recommendations or endorsements for radio show programs, services or products mentioned on air or on our web. No liability, explicit or implied, shall be extended to W4WN Radio, its employees or affiliates. Any questions or comments should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for choosing W4WN Radio. Hello, and welcome to the Success for Women show, where you can view us on Talk for TV and listen to us on the Women for Women Network. I am Dr. Madeline Ann Lewis, your host, and my mission is to help women accelerate the path to success. Well, today's topic should be very interesting. Uh, the topic is freedom, flexibility, and fulfillment. And my guest is Sharman J. Monroe Esquire. And Esquire is, yes, just what it means. She has gone from judge to entrepreneur. And she's going to tell us about her story and her journey and how she did that and what she's doing now. But let me just give you a little bit of background about uh, Sharman. Sharman Monroe is a lawyer and former judge the day after Thanksgiving in 2008, she packed her boxes never to return and stop practicing law. Today, she is an award-winning author of the book, the, the Plan, A Way to Success, based on the Bible verses, Joshua 1 and 8 and Romans 12 and 2 and her experiences. She is also the writer of the world-known blog, My Journey to Me, about her personal development journey to learning who she is without the title of Judge Monroe. Sharman also developed the Anointed Women in Christ blog and manages, manages its overall look and content. She is also an entrepreneur with two thriving online global businesses. She started her first business on a part-time basis 
while she was still working as a judge. Now, there's a lot more I can tell you about uh, this fantastic lady, but I am going to bring her on so she could tell us about her journey in her own words. Well, Hello, Dr. Madeline. Hi. Welcome to the show. It's a pleasure to have you here. So uh, here to share some of the nuggets and uh, again, like I said, talk about your journey and, and how you just stepped away from, you know, being a lawyer. Well, you're still a lawyer, uh, you know, <laughs> per se, but being a judge, how you just stepped away from that. And uh, I would imagine didn't really look back, just kept going after you stepped out. So tell us um, about that journey. First of all, Tell us a little bit about you. I mean, I gave them the standard bio uh, about, you know, Sharman J. Monroe S. Scott Squire, but tell us a little bit about you that you would like us to know. All right. Well, first of all, I'm saying thank you for having me on your show. You know, I was a little hesitant at first. I know, I know. <laughs> I had to drag said, you pulling and screaming. <laughs> But but I knew I had something to say that I could share with other women. Okay. Something I could share with other women. Um, I'm a native Washingtonian. So if you've never seen a native Washingtonian before, this is what we look like. <laughs> <laughs> Born and raised right here, just like to travel other places. I love to travel. But this is where I'm from. Uh -huh. uh, a little bit about me. A lot of times people think when they, cause they, when they hear that bio, they hear lawyer. They hear judge. They think that I'm someone who's very stuffy and very conservative. And that is so not me. I like to have fun. I like Marvel. I like to make jewelry. I like to sew. I like to laugh. I am someone that I like to be around people. So I hope people like to be around me too. Yeah, but I'm a very relaxed person. I'm not a uptight, strict, conservative person. Mm -hmm. <laughs> wow. Um, well, I already knew that part about you, uh, you know, because just from the few times that you and I have spoken, your bubbly personality just <laughs> comes right on out. So uh, again, it's just great to have you here to be able to share with us. So my first question to you okay. is, I know that uh, it was a huge decision to step down as a judge or to walk away from that, being a judge. What were some of the hurdles or the problems that you experienced uh, in doing that? Well, um, Dr. Madeline, um, I'm a Christian. I practice, I'm a Christian. I was sitting in my office one day and I just got the feeling there was nothing left for me to do there. It was time for me to move. So I trusted God and I moved. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, it has not always been easy. Sometimes I've hit rough patches, but I kept going forward because I knew this moving away from practicing law was what he wanted me to do. Where he wanted me to go, I didn't know. But I knew it wasn't that anymore. Right. And the biggest hurdle that I had to overcome was why I started writing my blog. Okay, Charmin, you're no longer Judge Monroe anymore. So who are you? Because my whole identity was wrapped up in my position. Mm -hmm. 
And um, so I had to go on, I, I had to go on a journey and I would write about it and put it on the blog. And I found out a lot of people related to what I was talking about. Mm -hmm. Now, is that uh, your journey, talking about your journey, did you tell them basically, um, I know you said you, you know, I guess you just got to a point where you didn't feel like you wanted to do that anymore, that you wanted something different. So when you, when you say people relate to your blog, is that basically the, some of the responses that you get back, you know, Hey, I wish I had done the same thing or, you know, maybe even asking you, how did you feel when you were doing it uh, in, in some cases? Cause I know that again, that was a huge decision. It, yeah, it and was. I, mm -hmm. and it I'm, was. You know, and I'm sure you have people telling you, girl, you better not do that. <laughs> well, you know, I didn't tell anybody. Okay, okay. I just left. I didn't I didn't do this whole thing. Well, you know, I'm going to stop practicing law and then I'm going to do this. I just did it. Mm -hmm. And nobody knew I had even stopped working. Wow. Except my family. And my family supported me. Okay. That's the only, that's the only people I talked to before I did it mm -hmm. was my family. And yeah. and they were like, mom, ever since we've known you, you've gone to work. If, if you don't want to leave the house and go to work anymore, then don't. Yeah. And so since I had their support, what anybody else said, it, it didn't matter. It didn't me. matter. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, it's great that you, um, you know, that you started the blog to help other. Now, are you getting more responses for, on your blog for women or is it a mixture of both women and men? It, it's mostly women. It's mostly women. Um, I think that women, we go through that journey of identity more so than men. And that may not be true, but I can only speak from a woman's point of view. And so, you know, first we're single, then maybe we become mom, then, then we become wife. And we have all these jobs or titles, and that becomes our identity. Okay, now they're stripped away. All right, my children were grown. I'm no longer a judge. Okay, now, all right, who are you? What do you like to do? Who are you really about? What are you about? And that's what a lot of people related to. Like, take all those titles away, all those responsibilities, and just look at you. What do you like to do? And that is that that is so key. And I just want to stop and, and make make sure that everyone listening or viewing this episode, that if you have any questions uh, for Sherman, that you make sure that you put them in the chat room so that we could definitely. Uh, ask her if, if she says something that relates to you or, or what have you, and you want to comment uh, comment on it, make sure that you put it in the chat room so that um, we can have her to kind of respond to some of, some of what you're thinking about out there in our audience. So my next question to you would be um, to tell us about some of the businesses that you're involved in, because this lady stepped down, she went from judge to entrepreneur. So now tell us about that, some of the businesses that you're involved in. Um, well, the first business I started, I started part-time while I was working. Yeah. yeah. All right. So that, that was a good thing. I started at part-time when I was working and I was introduced to it by a very good friend of mine. 
And it's an, an opportunity that allows me to earn residual income. And that means I do something once and get paid over and over and over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. And that was a concept after going to school for, let's see, okay, 12 years of high school, then four years of college and three years of law school, I had never heard of. So I started that business very part time. And I'm glad I did because of the mentorship. I learned a lot. And doing that helped me grow as a person because I was told, my mentor told me to read personal development books. Mm -hmm. And at first I was like, you know, personal development, that's for them other people. And other people was everybody other than me. Because I felt I had two degrees. I didn't need personal development until I started reading personal Personal development. development. Absolutely. And then I understood. And that personal development helped me grow as a person. Mm -hmm. And it helped me get uh, my my business feet, my entrepreneurial feet grounded because of the guidance that I got in that business. Mm -hmm. And because of the guidance and support I got in that business, um, 2011, 200, yeah, 2011, (laughs) I started an editing and proofreading business because I saw there was a need. There are a lot of first time authors and they, their work needs to be edited but they don't know where to go to get it done. Okay. So I started that part-time and that has just, that, that business also has snowballed. Both of them have that business has also snowballed and put me in the presence of doing a book for Les Brown, editing his book, mm-hmm. his last book that's out there. And I enjoy doing that. And I expanded that from editing to book coaching. So I, I kept expecting, but I'm staying in that arena. I, I like doing that, and which was really funny to me because I got so tired of writing legal opinions. Mm-hmm. I got so tired. It was like, I can't write another one. Mm-hmm. But then here I am, I wrote a book, and then I can help somebody else write their book. And, and it's, so, it's so simple. It's, for me, it's so simple. It's so simple. Yeah. Wow. Now, I know in doing all of this, as you said, uh, your businesses have snowballed. They've taken off. Um, You're doing things that definitely, I would imagine, in some respects, took you out of your comfort zone. And so you, you now have clients and people that you're helping to do you know, some of the things they might want to do. What are some types of uh, businesses maybe that you could tell us that you would recommend or have recommended to some of your clients and, and maybe why those particular ones, or do you recommend any businesses? No, I don't recommend any businesses to my clients. No, I don't do that. I don't do that. Um, with my editing clients, maybe we're talking about software or they need some graphic work done. And I have, you know, I have a network of people that I can reach out to say, hey, try this person, try that person. But no, I don't um, refer anybody to a business, no. Okay. Um, Now, what do you think, or can you tell us, what do you think are some, um, uh, maybe some key things that can help a person be successful uh, when they want to become an entrepreneur, especially if they're transitioning out of the workplace from mm-hmm. something that they've been doing for years. Yes. Yeah, that's a great question. 
one of the things that I would always advise someone to do who wants to transition out is first to let them know that they can. Mm -hmm. There are so many professionals who are hostage to that professional degree. They feel that they spent so much money and so much time getting it that they, they have to stay here. They have to stay here. And, and I'm here to tell you, no, you don't. I have a degree in computers and a law degree. And no, you do not. So that's the first thing. It's don't feel that you're a hostage to where you are. The next thing I would recommend is getting a mentor or mentors. Yeah. Find someone who can help you. And start doing it part-time right now where you are. You don't want the stress of leaving and now you have all these bills, you have all these these things, you have financial concern, but you have no income. See, I did have income when I left. And then I knew if something came up, my family was there. So I did have income. I wasn't going from the income, my income that I had down to zero. So I did have income. So you want to make sure you have some income to take care of your family or your expenses, your bills. So you want to get a mentor. You want to start part-time right now. There's probably a skill that you're very good at that you can start part-time right now. You probably can start as a freelancer doing it. And find, and you start off with one client, two clients, and the next thing you know, you just have clients all over the place. Okay, I said a mentor. I said do, um, The other thing that, was, that I had to do was to be humble to understand that I didn't know and I had to learn because I'm coming from being an employee Mm -hmm. to now being basically the employer and employees and employers think differently. Like I had to learn to think out of the box. I had to learn to get out of my comfort zone, Mm -hmm. even if it was just one thing. Like, for an example, how I met you was out of my comfort zone. I met Dr. Madeline by just linking with her on LinkedIn. LinkedIn, yes. And her connect. Mm-hmm. Hey, you want to talk on Zoom? Right. And I'm like, this is a complete stranger. What am I going to say to her? What are we going to talk about? <laughs> but we talked for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we did. Oh, my but- goodness. <laughs> But I had to get out of my comfort zone and get comfortable being outside of my comfort zone. Mm-hmm. And, I, and, uh, and also be humble. I had to learn new skills. I had to learn how to use Excel spreadsheet, QuickBooks, mm-hmm. a lot of software that I didn't have to learn how to use before. Okay. So th- th- those are some of the tips that I would give people. Um, the mentor, make sh- do it part-time right now if you can. Be humble. Be open-minded and learn as much as you can. So those are some keys that you've given us to being successful as an entrepreneur. Um, Do you think those same things will work um, uh, about when someone says, what do you think it takes to be a boss? Would those same things work or would that be, uh, would it be a little different since you're the boss? Because I know you made the inference about you know an employee being different from an employer so uh, you know the employer being the boss so do you think it takes certain characteristics 
uh, maybe certain skills, a certain attitude, you know, to, to be a boss? All right. Uh, at one time, I, I was a boss. Mm -hmm. I, I was the chief judge in my office, mm -hmm. so I was a boss. Um, one of the things that I learned in being a boss is that it doesn't mean you're better than everybody. Mm. It, it doesn't mean everybody has to listen to you and you tell them and you order them, do this, do this, do this. That kind of boss is not a good boss. Okay. You're going to, you're going to, you will stretch out the staff. They won't do. One of the things that I did as a supervisor, as the chief judge, is I respected all of the staff. And when we would have staff meetings, instead of saying, this is what we're going to do this, we're going to do this, we're going to do this. Sometimes I would ask them if it was appropriate, because sometimes things were coming down to me and it had to be implemented. No questions asked. How do you think we should do this? What is the best way? And then have a discussion. Um, one time, um, one of the biggest ones we had that this just popped into my head is that we wanted to, um, we had flexibility in coming to work. You could come to work as early as seven and leave as early as a six. But we didn't want the public coming in from seven to six. So we had to decide what hours we were we going to tell the public that the office was open. So we got together and we talked about it. Everybody had input. And so we said, well. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. We will say we're open from 830 to 5. That gives the people who get there early enough time to gear up. Mm -hmm. And the people who get there, who stay late, they can have some rest, some downtime before they actually have to leave. So talk to your staff. And they know things that you don't know. When I became the chief judge, I had to have another judge teach me something that I didn't know. Be open-minded, be flexible, because you're a person just like they are. Wow, good advice. Uh, I see we have a question in the chat room for you, and it's from Valencia Hardy. And okay. she wants to know, what advice would you have for someone who is on the fence about whether or not to start a business being busy or just want another stream of income? Start to, or start in a so you, want, you want me to repeat that? Yeah, I repeat that. Okay. Uh, what advice would you have for someone who is on the fence about whether or not to start a business, uh, being busy or just want another stream of income. In other words, I guess she means she's busy, but she wants to start another business so that she could have another stream of income, if I'm interpreting right. yeah, okay. that. Okay, that, that, okay, I understand. Well, you can't have both. Okay. You, got, you can't have both. Which one is more important for you? Is it to have that other stream of income or just be busy? Because I can be busy. Mm -hmm. I can be busy moving papers around on my desk. I can be busy going up and down the steps. So there's different kinds of busy. Yes. And in today's world, we are busy. I'm, I'm not going to discount that. We're not busy. But we can make the time to do what is important to us. 
So I would ask the person, what is important to you? What is, what's going to drive you if you had a business? What's going to keep you in that business? And see where that person is coming from. Because they may say they want a business, but they really don't want. They might just want a hobby. (laughs) Uh Or they they don't want to step out. Because it is scary. It's scary to step out. Yes, it is. It's always scary to step out. But one of my mentors always says, everything you want is on the other side of your comfort zone. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Everything you want is on the other side of your comfort zone. So Mm -hmm. I understand being, uh, some people use busy as an excuse, but some people really are. But we, as I say, we make time for what's important for us. We carve it out. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And, you know, when you think about, you know, looking at the two and you want that other stream of income, I would, I would think that having that other stream of income is important. So you would, you know, try to get, put your priority because it has to be about priorities. Yes. You know, what, like you said, what's important to you? So it has to be about the priority. What, and it, and, and also in being busy, there could be some things that you need to let go. Mm, yes. Yes. Because yes, there you're busy, but you could be busy doing things for people that could be doing those things for themselves. Yes. You know, yes. and Absolutely. so I always, I always tell people no is a complete sentence. So sometimes you have to, <laughs> make sure you say no to certain things that's, you know, coming into your life that's taking up time that you need to be doing something else. So you're absolutely right about the Mm -hmm. busy part and making sure that they, you know, look at what's important. So Valencia, I hope that we answered that question for you. And I also hope that it helped because uh, basically, like she said, uh, you know, like Sharman said, you just have to decide what is important. I think that that's definitely key for anything that you do when you're trying to factor it into your life. And, and, you know, basically we make time for what we want to make time for. Yeah, we do. And yeah, yeah, I like how you said, sometimes we have to say no, but we can say no without being harsh about it. Exactly. You said, no, I can't do that right now. I can Mm -hmm. do that later Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. instead of just no. (laughs) And now everybody's feelings are hurt. Yeah. And, and, you know, like I said, some things you just have to let go. I, I, I know uh, someone who always says is sometimes you have to, the people in your life, you have to let them go. And he always used that expression. You have to bless and release them. I, yes. I love it. <laughs> and so that's, sometimes that's what you have to do with some of the things in your life too. You yes. just have to let it go, bless it, release it, and just let it go, move on and do the things that's important to you because you have to make sure that you're taking care of yourself at all times in all areas of your life. And that is definitely important. Cause I also say that if you don't take care of yourself, you really can't help anybody else. You can't take care of anybody else if you're not taking care of yourself first. So that mm-hmm. that's always uh, a key point that people sometimes don't remember, but need to remember, they need and, to remember you know, that. running around like a chicken with your head cut off, but you're not really getting anything done. And so that's, those are the things that you have to, uh, you have to look at. Yes. And so I I really agree with what you said about that. Yes. 
Yeah, my pastor likes to say, you know, when you get on the airline and get on the airplane, they say, put your own oxygen mask on. Put first. your mask on first. That put exactly. They then tell you, you going to help somebody. Then you, because if you can't breathe, how you going to, you know, go <laughs> to run help somebody else and you're trying to breathe? That is, that is always a good example to use. Put your own oxygen mask uh -huh. on first. You're absolutely yes. correct. So uh, again, Valencia, I sure hope that, 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 these uh, uh, the nuggets that Sherman has shared with you. I hope that that helped. Um, uh, so she pretty much asked my next question, which okay. was going to be, what would you say to someone who wanted to leave their profession and start a business? And um, uh, unless you want to add something to that question, that would that was going to be my next question. So Valencia mm -hmm. kind of she framed it a little differently, but <laughs> okay. yeah, it, 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 uh, it no, I, I don't know. I don't have anything to add. It's just um, make sure you have the support of the people in your family mm -hmm. um, or who, significant other, whoever it is that you with. Make sure they understand why it's important for you to do this. Right. right. Because then they're probably if, if it's really pulling on you, there is a reason you need to start this business. There's somebody over here that you are not aware of that needs what you have. Mm -hmm. And, you know, now, especially now with where you could do a lot of things from home, yes. it's a great time and especially for women to, to do things that, you know, skills that they have, um, they can use these skills now because, you know, everything is done. You could do it on Zoom. You can provide training, you know, uh, uh, coaching, mentoring, different things. And all that can be done over zoom or Streamyard, you know whatever platform that you want to use and if you're not comfortable speaking to people then of course there's always uh public you know public speaking training like toastmasters different things like that so it's always a way to get those things in that you're trying to do but of course like you said too you need to have a mentor you need to have a coach mm -hmm. because those those individuals will be able to help you to navigate some of those things that you're you're, um, you know, you're trying to navigate. Um, and I, I want to piggyback on starting a business now and starting it online. Mm -hmm. You can start a business online and it doesn't cost you an arm and a leg, not like exactly. a traditional more, a brick and mortar store because mm -hmm. your email is free. You can get a lot of free accounts that, you know, mm -hmm. they're free and paid and you can take the free until you uh, feel you have enough money making enough money to get paid, a lot of resources online. Absolutely. And yet you do not have to pay for. Yes, you're absolutely right about that. And again, you know, I would, I would advise anyone that has a skill that they feel that they want to try to, um, you know, get it up and running to just step out there and, and try it. And as you said, they could start it part time. Mm -hmm, it yes. doesn't ne necessarily mean, you know, jump in the deep end of the pool right now. You can jump into the shallow part of it and do it until you feel comfortable and that you see where there's traction and then move forward on it on a full time basis. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Mm -hmm. So if you had one piece of advice, that you could leave to our viewers and our listeners, what would that piece of advice be? Oh, you only have one life. Mm -hmm. Enjoy that life. Do what it is that's important for you. Now, I know it sounds selfish, but we all have a purpose here 
on this planet. And my purpose is not the same as your purpose, Dr. Madeline. It's mm-hmm. different. Yeah. If you if you live on your purpose, you will have a happy life. If you are not happy, look at yourself and see what's going on. And happy doesn't mean you're running around giggling and laughing. Happy means you're content. Mm-hmm. You're at peace. Absolutely. That is happiness to me. Uh, now, we did have another question to come okay. in as uh, you were speaking, and that is, uh, it says, Sherman, with the number of activity that you are involved in, how do you manage your time? <laughs> That's so funny. That's so funny. Uh, th- th- um, uh, yeah, because I have, I'm a Toastmaster also. I like how you mentioned Toastmasters. And if anybody's interested in Toastmasters, we most of us, most of our clubs are virtual, so you don't have to go to a meeting. Well, what I did, because I, I had to do this because I'm running two businesses. Mm-hmm. So when Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I run one business. Okay. That's what I focus on. And I work in one-hour increments. So after one hour, I get up and do something else. It may be take a walk. It may be put a load of clothes in the washing machine. It may be watch the TV show that I recorded the night before. Mm-hmm. And then on Tuesdays and Thursdays, I work in my other business. And I work in one hour increments. Mm-hmm. I do take time off. It's, it's either on a Saturday or a Sunday. I'll pick which day I want that week. That means I'm not on the computer. I'm not on the internet. I'm just out. You, you can call me on the phone. You'll find me. But I'm not doing any work work. Okay. And sometimes I get that feeling in the middle of the week. And if I get that feeling in the middle of the week, I'll take that day off. I'll take that day off. I, uh, that's how I get all the stuff done that I need to get done. Wow. And I calendar everything. If I don't put you on my calendar, I'm going to forget about you. There you go. I, <laughs> I am the same way. And let me tell you, it's it's not my phone. It's not a phone calendar. I have to have a a, a regular yes. you know, paper calendar where I can open it up and see it. So I have the paper calendar, I have the phone one and the phone one is attached to my Fitbit, which vibrates. <laughs> it lets me know. Okay. okay. So when the Fitbit vibrates, I'm like, uh Oh, it's time for me to be somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I tell you, um, uh, Valencia, she just commented again. She just said, uh, don't forget to take care of you. Put your oxygen mask on first. first. Thanks to you both for those nuggets of wisdom. Thank you, Valencia, for those comments. We appreciate you uh, for uh, coming in and and making comments and also asking questions. And so, yeah, I just want to say, if you were to let, would you let our viewers and listeners know how they can reach out to you. I know your information is running across the bottom of the screen, but also tell them how you would like them to uh, reach out to you if they want uh, anything specific done, like the book editing or anything mm-hmm. like that. Let them know how okay. they can yeah, reach Yeah, no you. problem. I have, my email is very simple. It's my name and it's here on the screen, Charmin mm-hmm. Monroe at gmail.com. Okay, you can so con- we can put your email. Let me yeah. have that up. Uh, you can contact me there about editing, book coaching, as well as what is that residual income you were talking about? You can do both. That that's the best email to contact me on. 
So Shama Munro at gmail.com is also yes. your email address. So we'll uh, Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sharma Monroe at gmail.com. Yeah, I just made it very simple. Uh-huh. My name. There you go. <laughs> I I'm look, I'm telling you. It has been a pleasure to have you. I know, like you said, you were hesitant to come, but you've given us some great information uh, that we can um, kind of look at and 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 hopefully the, the viewers and the listeners information that, you know, may have resonated where if they're sitting there and if you get up every morning and you thinking to yourself, oh man, I just don't want to do this anymore. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's time to take a look at what you're doing and kind of um you know look out and 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 look out there and see what else that you might want to focus on like you said life is too short so you might may as well do something that you enjoy doing and that could be starting your own business which at this point uh again like we said you can start it online and do it from home, you know? Yes. So, and it won't, yes, in a lot of cases, it won't cost you a whole lot. Cause even setting up zoom, there's the free portion to mm-hmm. even start to set that up, to do, you know, things that you could do over zoom and, and stream yard. So those are things that you could do that, that won't cost you anything. But I think you. the most important thing that you mentioned too, is to make sure that you have someone that you can bounce these ideas off. So a mentor, a sponsor, a coach, people like that, that can help you. People, uh, let me be more specific on that one. People that are doing what you want to do. (laughs) Not someone who just threw up a shingle and said, I'm a coach. (laughs) And and someone who is supportive of you, not someone who's constantly saying, you know, maybe you shouldn't do that. Exactly. That's not a coach. No, it's not. And it's actually not someone that you need to be wasting your Mm -hmm. energy on or around because that that's the type of person that will um, have you going in the opposite direction of what you want to go into. So uh, I absolutely agree with you on that. So I just want to say again, uh, thank you again for being on the show. Thank you again for taking time out of your schedule. I'm on your Thursday uh, schedule. So I was doing some of stuff, some of the stuff in the editing this uh-huh. morning. Okay. okay. Uh, yeah, because yeah, I just started, I just launched an online coach, uh, online, online course for would-be authors so i was okay, working okay. on that this morning uh-huh. and then i said okay now then i go to um doc uh dr madeline's show and then i'll take a break okay yeah <laughs> uh that that's my plan after you i have a break because i have to do a record i have to record a speech and i have to do it before the 15th so i gotta get that done yes, so yes. i said since I'm, I'm already up and running i'm just gonna do it today and and get it out the way so but again, I want to thank you, again, you know, for taking time out of your busy schedule, because I know um, even though you do prepare and, and prioritize, it's still a busy schedule. And so uh, I do want to thank you for taking the time to, to be here and to share with my audience and give them some words of wisdom. Uh, I'd also like to <laughs> thank my viewers and my listeners for being here today. Uh, you know how to reach out to Charmin, which is uh, Charmin Monroe.com uh, and also her email, Charmin uh, Monroe at gmail.com. 
Uh, if you'd like to reach out to me, of course, my email is info at exwsi.com. And my website is www.exwsi.com. If you do go to the website, make sure you download my, th my free three-part video series on three things every woman should do to position herself for executive leadership. I'd also like you to make sure that you um, sign up for my online course, which is Crack the Career Code, How to Lead with Confidence, Charisma, and Credibility. To sign up for the course, go to www.crackthecareercode.com. You can also reach out to me on any of the social media sites. Make sure that you subscribe to this channel. Make sure that you share this episode with all your friends and colleagues. And, you know, uh, as you know, we've gotten some great words of wisdom today. Make sure you do make sure you like the episode and um, make sure that you, as I said, get it out there to all your friends and families that might be on, like uh, Valencia said, they might be on a fence about, you know, leaving uh, where they are and maybe starting a business. So this might kind of help them to make a decision on what they want to do. Again, you've been listening to the Successful Women Show. We're here every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I am your host, Dr. Madeline Ann Lewis, and my mission is to help women accelerate the path to success. So thank you again to my guests, Ms. Sharman J. Monroe Esquire, and thank you to all my viewers and my listeners. As always, be well and stay safe out there. Bye. Bye-bye.